3: Gentlemen, episode 5, the final, the finito, the last episode of The Total Package. (laughs) I'm never going to get tired of saying it like that. What's up, y'all? It's your boy, Rance, a.k.a. Ray Cash. i got my other Outsiders OG with me, Mr. Carl Irvin. I have worked on saying your name correctly all night, so we should be good.
2: Yeah, uh, let's hope you can get it correct.
3: I'm gonna fuck up, I promise.
2: Real real, yeah, real soon. Too.
3: I will be Kyle momentarily. What did you say Kyle? I'm I'm <laughs> sorry, Carl. <laughs> 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 um, it's a sad day because this is this is a really fun project for us, and unfortunately, we have our final episode tonight. But we got some fun for y'all. We uh came up with some cool ideas to end the end the show off, but. We need to get through the business of the, the actual business of the show first before we get to the fun stuff. So we have uh, we have advertised all throughout the four episodes that we are going to give you our top 10 of all WWE. And some of this is shocking. But you Ready? Yeah, I'm ready to go, man. All right. We're I, gonna, got the results, I got the results pulled up, and I'm looking at them right now. We're going to give our hot takes as we go, and clearly this won't take as long as the other episodes because we've talked about everybody already. Uh, but, uh, yeah, let's do it, man. Number 10 of the Total Package Series on the entire WWE, number 10 wrestler is from the NXT brand. Kyle O'Reilly with an average of 9.05.
2: Yeah, I'm a little shocked. And well, I mean, you know, but it's funny though, he is if we we would be remiss if we didn't mention that he is tied with Pete Dunn with the same score, but because O'Reilly was given the tie the nod originally, yep. uh the he'll get it here as well. So yeah, I mean I I'm a little shocked. Uh, Some people that kind of that were in other top 10s, obviously, that miss Drew McIntyre. Um, Who else? Uh, Edge. Becky Becky Lynch. Bailey's Bailey. Bailey. Yeah, I mean, so we're talking about an NXT because they did so well with all of in in the, you know, tons of 10s and because it's the superior wrestling brand. I suppose that really helped a lot for this, I think. Um, because a lot of it still leans more on that side. Um, so yeah, Kyle O'Reilly, um, a little bit of a shock. Uh he's not the most shocking one. Like based on the rankings, you know, there's gonna be some guys that are higher. So he's not, but he's there's a couple here that you're just like, Man, when I think of the top ten, do I really think of these people? But I mean Kyle's well on his way
3: anyway. I disagree. So. I disagree with you there's no, nothing more Kyle O'Reilly being above Drew McIntyre blows my mind.
2: Blows no. My yeah. Mind. Yeah, it does. But I think there's one other guy on here that I'm looking at and I'm like, okay, like, <laughs> yeah, but it's just because of the, it's just because of the model,
3: you know? Hmm. Well, um, you mentioned that he's tied with Pete Dunne. He's also tied with the number nine person who you cannot mention Kyle O'Reilly without mentioning him. And that is Adam Cole, Bay. Bay. Also, with the 9.05 our number nine wrestler
2: yeah that one's i mean adam cole should be on this list anyway like if you were just right. i feel like an opinion like if you were like an opinion and you didn't have any kind of metrics i you'd be crazy not to say adam cole is one of the top 10 total package guys in the company
3: i mean he's yeah, been at the I top of fair. nxt
2: brand for however long anyway so i mean this is that's pretty uh pretty standard i think
3: i think that's fair um at a num- at number eight, we have the newly, possibly retired, but the future Hall of Famer, the leader of the Yes Movement. Our number eight wrestler is Daniel Bryan with a nine point one.
2: Yeah, and, and Daniel is. Um, if 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 we were doing this while he was in the middle of the Yes Movement, he'd probably be even freaking higher, uh, just based on how popular that was. But because he's Kind of, I mean, he just may have been at WrestleMania, but because he's kind of slowly, it seems like maybe transitioning in a different direction, I still think this is a good spot. Definitely deserving of being
3: on this list, no doubt. He's definitely one of those people when you, when we, when you start the list, you think, yeah, he'll be on there. Yeah, for sure. Another person who's probably the, the archetype for lists like this, uh, our number seven wrestler in the total package is Randy Orton. With a nine point
2: two, yeah, and and Randy, like you said, he's the archetype for stuff like this. He really is. Randy is kind of, um, to me, when you talk about like perfect wrestlers, that I picture Randy Orton. (laughs) Like that's just it's what I picture. I feel like he doesn't get. I don't think he's really he really gets his flowers from a lot of people. Partly because. He came from the the era of John Cena was in his era and he's been times where he hasn't been necessarily motivated and he's had some troubles in the company and things like that. But I mean, for my money, Randy Orton is probably like the perfect wrestler.
3: I, I, the only person who has an argument to this day now, um, if you don't want to use Roman, Kazuchika Okada is the perfect wrestler. It's just they've spammed him so much in the past five years that, you know, he feels 40 and he's like 28.
2: Yeah. But that's
3: yeah. that's the only other guy I think that you can put neck and neck with Randy in, in totality. Um, number six on our list is another shocking one. But if you follow our NXT list, you are expecting this. And that is the Blackheart, Tommaso Ciampa with a 9.3.
2: So he was the other one I was talking about where it's like, okay, this guy's over Drew McIntyre. Whoa. You know, you go back and if you really think you go back and think about it, I would take, if I was just doing this off opinion, I would have drew over, over champ, but personally, but once again, playing by the rules, playing by the scores and the metrics to me, you know, I mean, I can't argue the numbers. Don't lie as the old show. Shout out to Michael Smith and Jamel Hill.
3: On number on on just opinion alone, I probably would have put Drew third. Mm-hmm. But like you say, the numbers don't lie. And I'd like to cite to you, Tommaso Ciampa's been the leader of NXT for a long time. If you remember when NXT fought Ron SmackDown at Survivor Series that one year, Ciampa led NXT. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Ciampa stood toe to toe and got the big moments against Roman and Seth.
2: Yeah, oh Chumpa yeah, I mean, he's, he's deserving of his spot. Yeah, but yeah I mean, there, it is still, I think, just on the surface level, but without digging, you know, if you say, oh, okay, Drew or Edge are underneath him,
3: I think some people will probably be like, eh?
0: Mm,
3: maybe, 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 but his resume's there. Kylo O'Reilly's had, like, just started wrestling singles matches. champa has been a champ for, like, <laughs> three years. So Yeah, that's fair. Speaking of champs. Maybe the best women's champ ever in, in in a WWE history. Number five is Costa Reeves herself, Sasha Banks, <laughs> with a nine point three.
2: Yeah, so Sasha is our um, our lone woman in the top ten, um, and she's the run that she's been on is makes her more than deserving of being where she's at. I mean, this is this is really good company. Sasha's probably we, if we did a total package series based on women, even without metrics, I, I think Sasha would probably be number one in, in terms of opinion because of who close. she is. You know, but
3: she she'd be number one running away. Only person that could touch Sasha in terms of a of a competition like this is Becky if she was if she was active, right. And remember I said that I would probably think Drew would be third if I would have just think off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. He'd be second behind Sasha in our number one. There you mind. go. Yeah, okay. A guy who's got a legit claim to be number one, and in that conversation, our number four member of our top ten list, the visionary himself, the Messiah, Seth Robbins, with a 9.45. So-
2: yeah, s- Seth, and it's funny. Um a few I've had someone reach out to me about the series that we've been doing and he s- sent me a message on Twitter and he mentioned to me that he was and he loved that I was that I ride so hard for Seth Rollins because Seth is one <laughs> of those guys that over the last few years it seems like he's been getting a lot of hate and uh, people want to compare him to like Kenny Omega and, and guys like that. And I'm not trying to get into that argument or anything tonight on this. But, like, I think it's, once again, he's another one of those guys. He's very versatile. He can do, he can work with anybody. And he's currently, right now, he's shown not to be a selfish wrestler. Uh, He's been in a lot of programs lately where he's putting people over. And Seth's not exactly old, you know. So it's not like he's in a situation where he has to. Do that, but I, I think you know, once again, like you said, someone who could definitely make a claim. And if you're talking, if you ask a run of the mill, casual wrestling
3: fan who knows who these guys are, I think Seth would be pretty close to the top. Seth is we talk about that perfect wrestler, Randy Orton is Seth is probably for the modern era taking the closest to that mantle. Um, but he, when you say he's young, remember Seth was the little brother of the Shield. Roman and Mox are older than Seth. Yeah, and Roman's so like,
2: thirty-five. So there you go.
3: I think Seth just hit thirty-three. So same age as me.
2: Yeah, he's and, still in his—he's in his go. prime right now, and he's in a position where he's still kind of—he's kind of handing the torch a little, not handing it over, but he's helping others out. You know, right now where he
3: doesn't necessarily. Sure, but he's been on top for most of his singles run. That you, yeah, you have to fluctuate. Absolutely. You know? You can't just stay on top all the time. Even Roman's fluctuated. You have to fluctuate. Speaking of a guy who's in the middle of fluctuating and doing a damn good job at it, we have one-fourth of the superhero collective known as The Wave, the Patriarch, the current North American champion in NXT, our number three wrestler, and this list is Johnny Gargano with the 9.5.
2: Cool. Um, It makes sense. He's been... Cool. We said, yeah. I mean, Johnny Wrestling, right? We talked about it on the last episode. <laughs> so bitter.
3: So bitter.
2: Uh, you know, you know, I mean, just the list is what it is. There's a lot of NXT talent here. And for someone who doesn't necessarily watch it religiously, um, I'm not like overly like hype about you know, a lot of the guys on the list, and it's fine. But he, he's deserving. I mean, he definitely deserves his place. Um, we talked about if he would be able to transition on the main roster, we both think that he would. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, you know, even if he was on one of the other two brands, he would still find a way to make a, an impact and be where he is. So I don't, I don't think that, I think I kind of felt a little bit that sometimes being an NXT works to your favor, you know, but in this scenario for someone like Johnny, I don't, I don't think it would hurt him too much if he was, in booking purgatory on Raw or something like that, you know?
3: Well, our number two entrant in the Total Package Series list knows a thing or two about not getting lost in the shuffle or getting lost in the shuffle. He's done it on NXT. He's done it on SmackDown. He's done it on Raw. He's done it everywhere in the main event, in the lower card, and he is the greatest wrestler in the history of NXT. Our number two wrestler is Finn Balor. With the also a nine
2: point five. Yeah, this is right. I mean, Finn, like you just mentioned, um, he's he is NXT um, first ever Universal Champion. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's like we talked about in the last episode. He's fought everyone there is to fight and beaten them cleanly. Finn has literally done it everything, done it all. And you can make a case that if our number one guy wasn't doing what he's doing right now, Finn could could be the number one guy. I mean, I think this, the guy, obviously I think everyone knows who the number one guy is, but take away this run, and I'm not necessarily 100% sure that these two aren't flipped. You know, it would still be close, obviously, because these guys have a tie score anyway, but.
3: No, you're right. Now I think it's interesting to note, I'm disappointed in myself. But I, I, I voted and I scored appropriately to my knowledge. But the top three of this list all have the same average score. But it's important to note that I gave Baller and Gargano higher scores than our number one. Whereas Carl gave our number one a higher score than, than baller and Gargano. So whatever way we got there, our number one is the best of the best the head of the table, the tribal chief, I told you I'm contractually obligated to say this every time I say his name, (laughs) the reigning, defending, undisputed universal heavyweight champion, the big dog, Roman Reigns, 9.5.
2: Yeah, it's a no-brainer. I mean, like I just said, I mean, especially given what he's doing right now, and in the real, you can really feel the creative freedom that he's got right now, yep. him and Paul yep. Heyman, yep. to really collaborate on what they're trying to do. I think that they're also giving him the opportunity with the people that he's working against to be involved in some of this and, and toss ideas. You could just really feel that everything that's going on with him is some kind of collaborative effort. He already had everything anyway. You know, I think a good... This this run right now is probably the best thing for him and it at the moment. And it really solidifies what everyone kind of wondered. How good of a singles heel was Roman Reigns going to be when it came time? You know, because for years and years and years, people wanted it. They finally got it. You got it now, and you're seeing it. This is... He's the best in the business. It's, it's not to me. It's not even that. I actually am. I have him as my overall number one. So, mm-hmm.
3: I mean, I think it's pretty cut and dry on my end, at least. I mean, I do too. But again, I we, we talked about it on other shows. We don't have to get into it, and I'm disappointed in myself. I've been admonished by my tribal chief. Well, I also,
2: I just want to say, like I said, I to some degree, I think being on the NXT brand. Works to your advantage a little bit because you've got the way the shows are structured and created, and that is your favorite show. Like, true, it's, true. it's built in a way to where you're going to get higher scores. I mean, we've got five guys from NXT on here, uh, if I'm counting that right: Finn Gargano, Champa, Cole, and O'Reilly. Yeah, I mean, that's
3: that says it a could lot. Could have been about... six because Dunn is with O'Reilly and 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 Cole. So yeah, facts. yeah, exactly, yeah. So there you have um, it. Um question before we move on. Yeah. Is this run Roman is on? Do you think this is gonna go down in a list of all-time great runs like Austin in 97, um Punk in 2012, what year of year that was, Hogan in 84, Macho Man in 86. Like you think these are gonna, you think this will go down in 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 history with those, Rock in 2000. I'm sorry. Hundred and two thousand, rocket ninety nine. Do you think these will? This will go down in history like that?
2: I think that in terms of my own personal entertainment value, this is one of the best runs from a wrestler I've ever seen. Um, but I will say the one thing that hurts it is being in this era of COVID where we're not no getting fans. to see this in front of live fans yeah. every single night. We've got a taste at WrestleMania, but we that, don't have – that is what hurts this overall.
3: Facts, man, and this the, that I will I will never forget it as long as I live. And this may be hyperbolic to some of you guys, but I don't care. I will never forget that moment in that main event when he is about to put that de- he's he's got the steps in front of the table, the announce table, and he's walking up with Brian to put power bomb to the table. And he sees he finally recognizes that the crowd is booing him, and he looks up and he looks perplexed, and then he puts his arms out like give it to me. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. It is it's so simple and it's so subtle. But it's it is it is some of, it, it goes to the masterful storytelling that this man and all those involved, Paul Heyman, Jimmy Uso, Jay Uso and the 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 antagonist to his story, or protagonist if you think on the other side, but Roman's a good guy. You know, Edge and Brian and Cesaro and these other people it is just masterful storytelling. A good friend Clive, Ricky and Clive has been on the record of saying they should teach this in acting classes. And that's hyperbolic, but I agree. It is beautiful storytelling. And yeah. it, it perfectly encapsulates why he's number one. Oh, yeah, exactly. I mean,
2: you talk about you know, that WrestleMania moment that you're talking about. I know exactly what you're talking about. It is in a way it's it was probably some sort of liberation for Roman because He's been getting booed. He'd been getting booed anyway. And finally, he had an opportunity to react to booze in a different way, like soak it in as opposed to having to go out there and be, I'm Roman Reigns and I'm the baby face and yes, you're booing me and I'm the big dog and it's my yard, you know, and kind of, kind of sort of teeter on that still a good guy tweener thing, you know, but this was finally his moment to soak in all the boos that he actually deserved this time for his he character. earned them, yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, so, mm-hmm.
3: yeah. Okay, so, ladies and gentlemen, top 10 of the total package for 2021. 10 is Kyle O'Reilly, and 9 is Adam Cole, 8 is Daniel Bryan, 7 is Randy Orton, 6 is Tommaso Ciampa, 5 is Sasha Banks, 4 is Seth Rollins, 3 is John Gargano, 2 is Finn Balor, and number 1 is the head of the table himself. Mr. Roman Reigns, you are listening to TheChairShot.com Sponsored by The Outsider's Edge, this is the Total Package Series Thank you for listening, thank you for rocking with us We have hit the major point of the show, now let's have some fun we, uh, another, The other thing we advertise for the show Is that there is one major missing person on this list and he is a man who has dominated the better part of WWE for, since tw- he came back in, what is it, 2010, 2012, yeah. whatever it is. Right, yeah. And that is the beast incarnate himself, Brock Lesnar. So I, I asked Carl, we talked about it, and we said what we would do, to be fair to the integrity of the tournament, and not tournament, but of this, of this, this project. Is that it didn't feel right to put him including in these people. Because he has not wrestled in over a year. Almost two going to this point now. Excuse me. But we would still rank him. And see where where he would fall. We have ranked him. We ranked him right before we started recording this final episode. (laughs) And there is one major metric. That we massively agree on. So first let's break down our scores. I gave Brock Lesnar a cumulative 90, which gives him an average of 9. That would put him in our total results at number 12. Interesting. Carl gave him a cumulative 95, which is an average of 9.5, and that would tie him with Roman Finn and John Gargano. And I don't know how we would have broke the tie, Actually, if so, 9.5 and 9, he would have gotten the average of 9.25. Yeah. And so he would have fallen right behind Tommaso Ciampa in front of Randy Orton. He would have been our number seven pick. Interesting that we had differences. Let's talk about why we have differences. I will go first and explain my list, and I want you to go, and we can have this debate that we started to have. Before we got on the call, yeah, okay. Um, I think there were certain things that are that are understood that he's going to get tens in. I think he has. I think it's understood he has a ten in the look. I think it's uh, most of us who really care about wrestling and see the truth in it and aren't biased see that he's a ten in ring ability. He just plays the character. He's. I think I gave I gave him ten in specialty skills. The F five is maybe one of the best finishing moves ever. It's a fifteen. I gave him. I gave him a right honestly I gave him a 10 in presence I gave him a 10 in psychology I gave him a 9 in character ability only because he does one thing and I know he can do more but he's only shown one thing and I need him to show more but I know he can which is why I gave him that bump I gave him a 7 in mic work because he doesn't talk I I know I know he can but we're speaking in the context of a certain amount of time we're not talking about his entire career and in, in that in that respect, I probably gave him higher than he deserved. Versatility, I gave him an eight because he just doesn't play he doesn't play any other role. Again, I know he can, but he 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 hasn't played a baby face since he left the WWE in two thousand three. Right. Right. Now, I'm saving media presence for last because that is where we differ. Go ahead and break down why you picked what you picked on yours. Okay. And then we'll talk about our media presence differences. That's
2: fine. So, look, I gave him a 10. Same like you did. That's pretty much undeniable. Character ability, nine. Entering ability, 10. People, I mean, this guy is a legitimate wrestler, first of all. So, you know, and he can do it when he wants to. He looks really great against all sizes of opponent. And I think yep. that says a lot about how good he is. Specialty skills, I gave him a 10. Finishing movement, I gave him a 10. I gave for him a the little record, bit. For the yeah, record,
3: we're a lock in step at this point, you and I.
2: Yeah. So we okay. we, we 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 separate here. I gave him a, an eight on mic work, and I understand that it might be a little high, but anytime Brock does do it, it's always entertaining. Yeah. So it, even though it's very little said, whether it's I don't give a shit about your kids or anything along those lines. Or when, what was it he said to Ricochet uh, after uh, he knocks out Ricochet and says something to him. I can't even remember now. I'd have to go back and I watch it.
3: I can't remember, but everybody remembers I don't give a shit about you kids. That's the best one. Yeah,
2: yeah. so I gave him a 10 in presence. I think that's pretty, uh, I gave him a nine in versatility. Uh, so, this a little high, higher than you gave him here too. Uh, mm-hmm. But I, I will say that He does only kind of play one role, but he has mixed it up a little, like the Brock party stuff when he was running around. Yeah, but that was like two weeks, dog. But if you can show it, you know, I wish he did it more, obviously. Hell, I wish he was on TV more. But anyways, uh, Psychology, I gave him a nine. I could maybe even go higher. I mean, I could probably go higher there. Uh, But, you know, Psychology... I don't like when I think of entering psychology. I always think of like, um, I know my thing was always like, everything has a purpose or your your mind games. And Brock is that, but Brock's such a destroyer that it's hard for me to be like, oh, he's really working the psychology angle. You know what I mean? Like, he's just in there to be a killer. So now we can talk about the one that we did.
3: Oh, my God, Carl. How
2: much did we differ on this, though? Because how many points? Five points. Just five
3: points. On the media presence, we differed with four points. Four points. Okay. Okay. Do you want to talk about it? Do you want me to talk about it?
2: You're the one that gave the crazy
3: ass grade. Go ahead.
2: So I gave Brock a 10 on media presence. And I was back. I was going to give him a nine initially. And then I started thinking a little bit harder. So, yes. I know the argument that Rance wants to use with me. And it's, it's fine. So I'm not going to get into a Yelly screaming match about this. But here's my deal with Brock. When in my the way I've envisioned media presence to some degree it's not all about social media. So while Brock doesn't tweet well, Brock must farm, we know that so he doesn't have time yes. to tweet because Brock must farm. He doesn't have time to Instagram because Brock must farm. But the one thing about Brock Lesnar is he is known like people recognize Brock Lesnar in other circles. I mean, Brock was a UFC champion. He's wrestled mm-hmm. in. He was a uh, IWGP national IWGP wrestling champion. champion. Yeah. He's been in multiple wrestling, or he's been in yeah Japan, where he was an IWGP champion, right? Uh, he he's for Vikings. Yeah, exactly. He's played for the Vikings. Brock has been in. Been. He's been. He's done interviews on ESPN. The guy has uh, had like memorable press conferences when he was in UFC. Brock Lesnar's media presence is. Maybe it's not. Maybe I'm being way too generous, okay? But his media presence to me is when he's recognizable to in a degree that a lot of these wrestlers aren't. It's why Brock is a crossover superstar and a lot of these other guys have not been. So now that I've explained myself, mm-hmm. you're welcome to get angry at me and that's
3: fine. Okay, I am because that's the craziest score. But the beauty of it is this is about our interpretation. Now... I want to say that everything you said is right, but you're missing one major point. Okay. Is that you said it yourself in your diatribe that this is an aspect of media presence. You gave him a 10 for one small aspect of what can be an ever encapsulating thing. The idea behind media presence in my mind, my interpretation is how you promote yourself with your fans. That's fair. That's why so much of this we've given credence to things like Twitter and YouTube and Instagram, because that is how they promote themselves with their fans and promote themselves for the good of the company. Brock Lesnar does not, has not and will not ever promote himself. <laughs> to be fair, so UK, I was, so my so argument is that would be, he doesn't t- really have to. You know. Yeah, but but that's but that that's irrelevant to the whole point of the of the process because it's what he does. Now right. I, 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 I give I understand why you would, wouldn't give him a six. I don't give anybody lower than a six. I ju- I just think anything lower than that is disrespectful. Right. So I can understand why you wouldn't give him a six because much like with Moxley, Moxley doesn't tweet, but the fact that he does other things that keeps him in the media prominence, I get it. So I can understand an eight, I could, but to give him a 10 means that he's doing the absolute best in that field. Like imagine if we gave him an eight for F5, his finishing move, Right. you'd be like, no, man, that, that's the best finishing move in the business. It didn't deserve an eight. It didn't deserve an eight. It deserved a 10. Right? Right. So yes, <laughs> I understand
2: your argument there, but what, what I'm, what I'm kind of, I guess what I'm kind of getting at with it is
3: it shouldn't matter because he's, he's famous.
2: Well, essentially, I mean, you've got like, if, let me ask, uh, this isn't relevant. This is what I'm going to say is not something that happens. This is theoretical, right? Sure, sure. If we would give The Rock a 10 on media presence, right? Yeah, because he tweets all day long. Well, if, if The Rock never tweeted and didn't get on Instagram, he wouldn't get a 10. You wouldn't give him a 10 even though he's literally the most famous guy in Hollywood? Couldn't give a see, fuck see, that. Yes, so that's because... kind of what I think certain things carry so much weight, so that's kind of why I went ahead and said, sure. okay, in this in this instance, Twitter and all that stuff doesn't matter. I understand what you're saying; you're yeah. putting it all together, the total package of media presence. I guess you could it, say
3: that should be a new, that should be the next
2: the next. Oh no, no,
3: my God, we would no, that'd be terrible. That'd be horrible. <laughs> it is not just the total package of media presence; it's that you can be famous for being famous. Sometimes. Like, Kim Kardashian is famous just because she's famous. Paris Hilton is famous because she's famous. Right. You can be famous for being famous. There is no rhyme or reason to why people are famous. So that's not a skill. You didn't earn that. You didn't do anything. Now, I'm not saying Brock falls in that category. Right. But Brock's fame is simply because he's famous. But he hasn't done anything to continue his fame. He comes, he shows up, he leaves, and you... I guarantee you... you Half of you don't even know he got kids. Yeah. <laughs> that's Legit. Funny. So as I'm saying, like, I just, I don't, in the same breath that I can't give somebody, I we, I can't give Kyle O'Reilly a 10 because you can't name his damn finishing move. I can't give Brock a 10 because Brock doesn't do, any, doesn't take any, he, he has, he doesn't take any pleasure or, or any, Work, he doesn't do anything in the form of trying to present himself in the media sphere, right? Brock must farm,
2: basically. Brock must, Brock does farm. Hey, and let's see, he definitely farms. And let's, by the way, two things I want to say about Brock Lesnar. Uh, well, actually, two things I want to throw out there. One, I'm interested, people who are listening to this, your thoughts on what me and Rance are talking about in terms of Brock Lesnar. What would yeah. you give him media presence? You know, I like, I'm just curious what other people might have to say where they fall. Um, because that is kind of an interesting, like once again, a lot of this is kind of how we perceive the category mm-hmm. to some degree. Mm-hmm. But the other thing I want to say is if Brock comes back and I, I think he'll come back eventually, probably sure. when fans are back. Sure, but sure. when Brock comes back, I need Brock fresh off the farm, beard, four wheeler, with a big slab of venison on the back, <laughs> strapped Hi, down. Peter. <laughs> and the rifle. over was like, I need that Brock. Because be, that may be the only Brock that can take out Roman Reigns. I don't know that anybody else can take out Roman Reigns.
3: Why you want Brock to come out to the Tribal Chief? There's a whole other title on Raw. Let him go after that. We've been wanting Brock and Bobby for five years. Let him, let him do that. True, And he does He's need to start here. the Tribal Chief alone. Yeah. Leave the Tribal Chief alone, bro. We've had enough, I've had enough Brock Roman for a lifetime. Yeah, that's fair. Um, so, and, and he, the, the argument uh, Carl thought I was going to bring up is that he gave Asuka such a horrible grade in media presence, <laughs> even though she tweets and YouTubes and games and Instagrams all and TikToks all the time, but because Carly Boy doesn't see it, it doesn't exist. But Carl doesn't see anything Brock Lesnar does, but he gets a TED Media presence because people know who he is. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. So I told you we were going to do some fun stuff. Um, I think the, the interesting thing about this category is twofold. One is where we rank these people, but two, why we ranked them the way we ranked them. The thing that you, you guys didn't get a chance to see is our thought process in real time. So what we decided to do so that this wasn't just a 15-minute show is we picked a few wrestlers historically at six. It was, was going to be five, but, you know, we, we, all due respect to the greatest of all time, in my opinion, Shawn Michaels, made it six. We are going to rank them in real time. Now, before we do this, we cannot, in good faith, rank them by media presence. So we have to replace it with something. What are we going to replace it with? Entrance? We could do that. That that could work.
2: I mean, that's, I mean, that may be the only thing I, that's right off the top of my head, unless you want to sit here and contemplate well, for five minutes, you know? Like, really, maybe we, we should do it that way.
3: We live, baby.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we, yeah, that's fine. We'll do that.
3: Entrance. I like it. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen listening and all those in between, We are replacing media presence with entrance for these next six wrestlers. So I'll let you, we'll do snake, we'll do snake format. You go first, then I'll go, and then I'll go, then you go, and then so on and so forth. Okay? Okay. So I want you to explain why you're giving the score as you're giving the score. Okay. We're starting off with what many people think is the GOAT. Definitely the highest money earner of the '90s, and one of the one of one of the Mount Rushmores. Shout out to Mags of wrestling history. Stone Cold Steve Austin, sir.
2: Yeah. So you want me to do the first score? Yeah. Is what you said. Okay. So unfortunately, explain, explain
3: it while you're doing it. Yeah.
2: yeah. So unfortunately, for those of you who were hoping when you heard Stone Cold that he might get tens across the board, that's not going to happen immediately. <laughs> Because he's not going to get a 10 from me on look. Now, I can understand. Really? Uh, yeah, I can understand if you think he deserves a 10. I won't argue against you. However, the thing about Austin, he's he's just a bald dude who wears black trunks and black boots and black knee pads. Like there's the vests are cool, right? But that wasn't enough for me to kind of say, okay, 10 on look. Um, yeah. Now, he does look badass. So I'll give you that. Uh, just because he's a country, you know, he looks like a country boy and, you know, he's ripped up or whatever. So I'm going to give him a nine, but okay. I'm not going to I'm not going to give him a 10 on that. I'm sorry, I'm, I've got I'm having a little te- ty- typing difficulties. There. there we go. OK, uh, character ability. This is a 10. I, I, I don't I mean, I. my thought process is that Stone Cold is literally might be the greatest character in wrestling history. Uh, I mean, Vince McMahon, the Vince McMahon story helps a lot with it. Maybe Vince McMahon's the greatest character in wrestling history. But if, yeah, I if, think that's if, fair. But depends what it's 1A, 1B, yeah. Right, exactly. So, so it's just, I think that's pretty self-explanatory. In-ring ability, so it depends on where you, it depends on what we're talking about here. Stunning Steve sure Austin. No, this is Stone Cold. If this is Stone Cold, he's probably getting, I'm going to give him an eight. Um mm-hmm. 'Cause he his skills declined as he got older with the injuries and things like that. And his style changed because he was a brawler towards you know, in that mostly during that run. He wasn't out there giving you your five star classics as Big E would say. You know what I mean? Catch his catch can, yeah. Yeah. Uh specialty skills. These I always this is the these will be the ones I think hard on every single time. He's kinda always he's a brawler mostly at this point. I don't know. I will give him a nine there. Um, my thought process is hard on that because while he is a brawler, I wouldn't call him like the brawler. You know what I mean? Like I would, I think okay. of some, like McFoley or something like that. Terry Funk. Uh, yeah, yeah. There you go. Uh, finishing move. I don't know if I need to explain that or not. No, nope, ten. Ten. Keep moving. Uh, microphone work. Ten. Keep it moving. Uh, uh presence. Ten. Uh no, cuz the entrance is going to get a 10. So I'm going to give him a 9 on presence. Um that one is it's kind of like it's kind of runs with the look a little bit. Like he does look like a badass, but I'm not he's not one of the big he's not the biggest guy in the world either. So that doesn't necessarily for me like with presence sometimes it kind of like do you look intimidating, I guess, you know. Uh versatility uh, Stone Cold worked with a lot of people over the years. I would probably give him a 10 here. I felt like he could pretty much have a good program with anybody. Um, mm-hmm. psychology. Some of these categories, man, just tough on me. <laughs> um, you know, if if you want to, I, w- I think I would probably give him a 10 in psychology too. Okay. Uh, just, I'm thinking about like matches with guys like Bret Hart, you know, this, the match from WrestleMania 13, it had, um an entrance is a 10. When when the glass breaks, you know what's going down. It's the one of the best themes and one of the coolest entrances. It's one that you it's a bucket list, see that entrance live kind of thing. To say, I saw Stone Cold, I heard the glass break. So mm-hmm. there you go. He's not the perfect wrestler. He's not tens everywhere. But I'm a s I am i have not looked at my total, but that's he's uh Oh ninety five. Okay, there you go. You got the you got the formula already put in the in the spreadsheet. So
3: oh baby, I'm good. Look, you know, I do this. I <laughs> you, does this. You ready? So Carl gave him a nine point five. Very high score. Let's see if I should do the same. I too am with you. I cannot in good faith give him a ten for look, um, and that's only because there is beauty in his plainness, but it is striking when it when you, when you compare him to other people. So, sure. Um. Now, it much like Kevin Owens, it works for him, but it's not perfect. Right. I think I will give his character ability a ten as well. I like you. Like we've agreed, if not the best character ever, Simultaneous with the with the best character ever. Um, and I think the best iteration of the character was before he got big, when he first turned to Stone Cold, and he was more a serial killer. Right. Going into the Bret Hart feud. That was beauty. I'm also going to give him in-ring ability eight for the same reasons you said. Um, at this stage of the game, he's more brawler and kind of. I don't. He his. You said the best. His best years are behind him. He can't move like he used to. He can't do the things he used to. I'm going to give him in specialty skills. I'm going to give him a ten. Okay. I'm going to give him a ten because. He perfected an error. He perfected an ability of brawling that to not be a hardcore wrestler you don't see very often. Most brawlers you think of use weapons. Stone Cold didn't. Stone Cold was the perfect weapon to be perfectly encapsulated by when he was not when he wasn't believing in himself, and Vince told him he needed the real Stone Cold back, and Stone Cold was at the bar, and he came back. When the when the uh, alliance WCW ECW alliance was beating up, they were, they were brawling all over the entire arena and the parking lot with the WWE. Yeah. Pulls up with the truck and proceeds to move from the truck to the back to the parking lot to the backstage <laughs> area to the ring and beats everybody's ass. That's a ten.
2: Okay, that's fair. That's
3: fair. You gotta. You have a.
2: You have a little bit. You have a better wrestling memory than me too. So sometimes right. you you may bring up something that I hadn't thought about, and that because your your wrestling history knowledge is real deep. So that uh, okay, that's good. I like that. Keep going.
3: Thank you. And again, that's the beauty of us doing this live because with the benefit of hindsight, we might change our scores. But I want us to do it live on air so people get an idea of where our thought process is coming from. Um, finish your move ten. Mike yeah. worked ten. Just no conversation. Presence is a ten. I'm gonna give his versatility a nine. Okay, okay. I'm gonna give his versatility, and in fact, I want to give him a ten actually. I'm trying to think: is there any reason why I shouldn't? I, I, his versatility to me, because I think of versatility a little different than you. Versatility isn't just the amount of wrestlers he, the um, ability amount of wrestlers he's faced. <laughs> And the ability to wrestle great different styles, but I look at it from a character perspective. Can you play heel believably? Can you play face believably? And he plays both of them. He's the be- he's the biggest face of all time, next to Hulk Hogan. Yeah. But he's also one of the best heels of all time. And I have a an extra level of love for his post Mania 17 heel run that a lot of people don't. I love that run. That might be my favorite run of his um i you know what I can't find a reason to not do it I'm gonna give him a ten psychology I'm going to give stone cold a fucking a ten yeah <laughs> i i can't I can't think of the reason why I can't give him a ten because he i'm gonna give him a nine I'm gonna give him a nine and the reason I'm changing my score. It's because from a character's perspective, from a character perspective, his psychology is on point it's beautifully as perfect. From a wrestling standpoint, he didn't have any psychology in the ring. Not at his, at his height. His whole psychology was, I'm going to beat your ass up so I can stun you and be done. <laughs> yeah. There was no rhyme or reason to anything he did other than, I want to beat your ass. And the psychology in itself, but that's not enough to put him up there with the tens with people like Brian or Triple H or people that are beautiful in that aspect right now this might sound blasphemous to you I I promise you because I am an entrance connoisseur most of the time when I'm riding in my car what I'm listening to is wrestling music I am going to judge entrance harder than any other category of these 10 okay that's fair Stone Cold does not get a 10 For me gets a 9 I'm gonna tell you okay Has maybe the most rec- recognizable Pavlovian drop we have, the glass mm, break, for sure. Okay, he has some of the most, one of the most iconic, picturesque moments with going to the to the each one of the turnbuckles. Mm-hmm. But there's no pomp and circumstance. It's just a dude walking <laughs> out, right, and going to the turnbuckles. There's no special lighting. There's no special. Uh, there's, there's no special um, effects There's no pyro And everybody don't need pyro But there's, there's, there's nothing special To the entrance Other than the fact that he's a badass And so on the, on the GP of how badass he is And how badass he makes the entrance And one of the all time great themes Whether you're talking the original Jim Johnson Or even the Disturbed Remix He gets a 9 yeah. And so that ties both of us We both gave him a collective 95 or 9.5. I want to go ahead. I'm sorry. I was going to say, I think that's more than fair. Go
2: ahead. Yeah, I do too. I was going to say about the entrance. It's funny that like, I I like the way you explain why and how you score the entrance. Uh, And my thought process is just a little different. We, we kind of talked about um, his, we talked about his look and why we didn't give him a 10. And I think that's in a way, that's almost why I gave him a 10 on entrance because it's so simple. Mm -hmm. You know, like, it's very simple, and sometimes that simple just works in a way that works for me, right? Like, you're going to get your Bray Wyatt's and your Undertaker's with the have just the most epic-looking entrances ever. Mm -hmm. And then you're going to get someone like Stone Cold where, yeah, there's not the pyro, blah, 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 blah. But, you know, it's just so simple that it it works sometimes. And so I I like that. I like the the way you think about it and and how you
3: judge it. So that's cool. I can tell you this. There is no other wrestler in the history of wrestling that with no no with no special entrance. Into, I mean, like not coming from like you know the Shield Boys would get a ten from me because of where they come from. Right? Sure, but no no special walk, no special lighting, no special pyro, nothing special about it. But him, nobody will ever get any and get a ten. In fact, the only reason Stone Cold got a nine is because he's Stone Cold. Anybody else in that, and Kevin Owens would get a seven. Right. That's fair. You know what I'm saying, like, just a regular walk down, no matter how epic it is, you're getting a seven for me. Sure. And Stone Cold gets a nine because of who he is. So let's see if we replicate it with The Rock. The Rock is our next person. I'm gonna go first. There is no way in, holy hell, anybody would ever give The Rock anything less than a ten on his look. Unless he's seven, Rocky man. Maivia. <laughs> Okay, yeah, fair enough.
2: <laughs> die Rocky die.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That the, the hair got to go, big dog. <laughs> yeah, the, the the rock and any iteration of the rock you can think of. He's a he's fucking the Greek god. Even when he got the boob job and he was wearing the Adidas sweatsuit. It just mm-hmm. worked for him some kind of way. The rock is a ten. So the, the rock is a reason Versace shirts are hot. Keep it a buck. <laughs> Character ability. You're thinking it's, it's 10 off top, huh?
2: Well, it's it's fun for me to kind of watch you struggle because I'm getting to watch you and, and not you don't know what my thoughts are yet. I get to watch. I get to kind of like just watch
3: you make a a, a sigh or like... like a, oh. Oh. I'm going to give him a nine. Let me explain why. Hill Rock. Hollywood Rock may be the greatest character that ever lived, but it was so short-lived, right? Yeah. But in totality of the character of The Rock... I am punishing the Rock 1 point because Face Rocky Face the Rock has no character. He's just a guy that cracks jokes. There is okay. no there he has no motivations other than he wants the championship. That you there is no character traits. There is nothing about him that you can say, "Oh, that's who he is." If you had to describe the Rock to a non I'm talking about if you're in 1998, if it's 1999, and you have to and you're talking to a non wrestling fan, a person that's never watched wrestling a day in their life, maybe they saw Hogan and, and Ric Flair in the eighties. And you have to explain to them who The Rock is. How would you explain it? Nineteen ninety nine
2: If I mean honestly, the only way I can really ever explain The Rock is he's probably when you when you if you watch him on television, this is gonna be the most charismatic guy on your screen. Is that a character? You know, yeah, right. It. Exactly. Yeah, like I'm not. Yeah. I'm not going to be like, oh, well, his motivations are this, and like it's it's mostly the rock just wanted to come out there and talk some shit,
3: whoop if ass, a title. Essentially, I mean, that was exactly. If you can't explain who the character is, then that then then that they, they don't have a character. You can explain Stone Cold. Stone Cold is very simple. If we're talking Babyface Stone Cold. Stone Cold is the every man who gets screwed off over by his boss. He's the best, but his boss won't let him be the boss. So now he's rebelling against him. Simple, boom, out of there. You can't explain The Rock, so he gets punished for that. Also, in ring ability, I, I give him. I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm gonna give him seven. The Rock was never known for his in ring acumen. Right. Specialty skills again. I'm gonna give him maybe I'm gonna give him an eight. Only I'm gonna give him an eight because he's maybe the best showman the, the business has ever seen. Word to Ric Flair, and that's a skill. That's a skill. But in, in the ring, man, that man did. He wasn't known for shit. Still has the shittiest sharpshooter ever. Finishing move. I hate the rock bottom. I'm not that's the rock bottom. The people's elbow. But I'm gonna I'm gonna use my discretion to to pick the rock bottom. Going to give the rock bottom a nine. Okay. A, year, a good urinage is a great move. Rock makes the urinage look great. Mike work 10. Presence 10. Versatility 10. Psychology 10. And because of the lights, because of the electricity, rock gets a 10 for entrance. The rock for me gets a 93 with the average of 9.3. All the in your court, sir, what do you see for The Rock?
2: Okay, so, it's crazy. All right, the look is a 10. Uh, the character ability, I agree with you on your points. I, I, I was thinking at first, I we talked when you first, you're like, you were thinking 10 off top, and I was. And see, now that we're getting to do it live, and we kind of get a chance to bounce each other, ideas off each other a little bit, I agree with you on the character ability. So I'm going to give him a 9. Okay. Um, in ring ability, I'm gonna be a little more generous than a seven, but not much more. I'm gonna give him an eight. Um, Fair enough. You know he he was he was a good good enough hand. You know he sure he got better. Yeah, it's it is what it is. Uh, specialty skills, kind of like you said, probably the greatest showman ever. But there wasn't one defining skill that The Rock had. You know, mm-hmm. like outside it, it, power or. or high fly, any of that stuff. So I'm going to give him an eight Uh finishing move. So I'm, he's not going to, I don't like the people's elbow either. Um, And the rock bottom is cool. And I'm going to punish him for the fact that pick one, bro. Like, <laughs> like you can't have a 10 finishing move. If you have more than one finishing move to like, you I mean, stone cold Steve Austin, it's the stunner, you know, Brock Lesnar it's the F five. Uh but the people's the people's elbow just got so popular because of the showmanship with it that you know that kind of worked to his advantage. I'm gonna give him a nine. Uh yeah. mic work, ten. Yeah. I love that we don't have to explain some of these because we know how good they are. Uh a presence, ten. Versatility, ten. I'm I agree with you on all these. Psychology, ten. And the entrance, yes, ten. Um his is another one where it's like you, you mentioned the lights and electricity, and that is a little bit that's more pomp and circumstance. But also, the music hits. If you smell, everyone knows. Everyone's going crazy. So he's going to get a little bit, a one-point higher score because I was nicer to him on the in-ring ability. And that is literally the only reason.
3: Jim Johnston has perfect. Actually, we owe this to Gorgeous George because Gorgeous George is the first... Mainstream wrestler to use music to come to accompany himself to the ring, but we owe so much of this to, to Jim Johnston, really, um, that wrestling music became Pavlovian. And like, so I'm gonna give I'm gonna give away the game. But we have seven wrestlers le- listed here, if we include Block Brock, all five of them. The first two seconds of their music, you know who they are immediately. And Brock Lesnar, you get the little do 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 do. Stone Cold, The Glass Breaking, The Rock, If You Smell, CM Punk. Either way, if it's the static of of culture personality or if it's the long squeal of the guitar with the Pyre Burns, Undertaker with the gong, Bret Hart with the guitar, the skew, and and uh, Shawn Michaels with the do-do-do-do. It's like, it's, that's the beauty of wrestling music is that, you know, you need to know who that wrestler is within the two within the first two seconds of hearing the music, and your reaction needs to come out, and that's the mark of not only a great wrestler but great entrance theme and a great entrance. And so, yeah, you're right about that with Rock. But uh, but
2: go ahead. Yeah, no, I was just gonna say uh, before we move on, there is one I want to make one point about the Rock that I think is. In in a way, it makes me want to bump up a little bit some of his scores. Like as I'm thinking, you know, if I had more time, I might consider it. Um, w- one thing about The Rock, if you go back to his WrestleMania match with Hogan, um, I that match flipped the cr- that they, the crowd flipped mid match in terms of who they were cheering for. Yep, and and I think when I think about wrestling and when I think about how I want to introduce people to wrestling, that match is the match I think of, because I think that is the one where you get everything. You're not going to get a wrestling clinic. Okay. Because it's Hogan and the rock. (laughs) (laughs) What you are going to get is you are going to literally feel what all the, what all the hype is about. Like, I mean, you, you will feel it. It's undeniable. Even if you don't know the story, like the things, the mannerisms that go on in the ring while that's all going on, it is, I think it's the perfect match to introduce people to wrestling. And I think with Rock, that's the one thing about him. You know, people, he gets compared to Austin a lot because they had the three matches, the three Mania matches. They were essentially were at the top at the same time. And but Austin always is the one who gets the hey, he's the goat. You know, the rock doesn't ever get that. And there but I always I think that he encapsulates the pomp and circumstance of wrestling. That's what I think of when I think of of that, of the carniness to some degree. Yeah. I think of The Rock. And so I think, you know, if I went back and looked at this, I might bump up something like in ring ability. Maybe it's not because he's out there putting out daniel bryan types matches but the fact that he's so good at what he does in the ring mannerisms and all that he can flip a crowd he can be part of the reason a crowd flips on him in like wrestlemania i think that has, says something about what he's capable yeah, of.
3: but that but that falls under president's psychology and versatility and sure. ring ability was initially just how good are you as a wrestler
2: Yeah, yeah, you're
3: right. Yeah. Speaking of how good is you as a wrestler, best in the world, CM Punk, and and I'm I, this for interpretation, but when I when I put him on this list, I was thinking about his best run when he the 434 day championship run. Thinking of that CM Punk, because there are quite a few iterations. Because if we were doing New Nexus CM Punk, he's getting all sevens.
2: Yeah, I, I may not necessarily be nice, and I get to go first here, so um, on look, I'm going to give him, like, an, uh, God, I'm going to give him, <laughs> go ahead, you live, you bro, man, you ain't live, you live. Part, I'm going to give him, I'm going to give him a seven on look, mm-hmm. character ability, I'm going to give him a ten, that's, I feel, feel like that's pretty fair, he's been good, and. You can pretty much just about do anything in terms of character. You talked about the straight edge society. You talked about uh, the summer of punk. Uh, Yeah, he's he's great character. In ring ability, I'm gonna give him a ten. I people might disagree. I know there's some people who think he's real overrated in the ring, and I disagree. Uh, I always thought that he had puts on entertaining matches. Him and John Cena had one of the greatest matches I've ever watched. So yeah, specialty skills. uh, I'm gonna give him probably an, eight on that he doesn't necessarily do one thing in the you know that really like stands out or pops uh finishing move the go to sleep mm, i've never was crazy about that unless we're counting the Anna. are we counting what was this, the submission the um, device yeah i'm gonna give him uh i'm gonna give him an eight on finishing move microphone work i'm gonna give him a ten uh, presence. I give him. Uh, I'm gonna give him an eight on that. Versatility. I give him a ten. Psychology. I give him a ten. These are. I mean, these are just like I'm thinking. You know, kind of entrance. So I'm. I'm assuming you're probably gonna give him a ten. Um. Can I really give CM Punk a ten entrance? I'm harsh. I know I'm being harsh on him.
3: My God, I'm shocked. At Cult of Personality.
2: Movie. Cult of Personality is a ten entrance. Prior to
3: that, I'm not so sure, and I'm trying to decide. Well, the the if you if you're going along with the time period, I was going along with this is Cult of Personality.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm going to be nice on this and give him a 10 for the entrance I, in my head. Maybe it's more like a nine, but the cult of personality by uh, alone, cult. if he was like cult of personality from start to finish, I'd be, yeah.
3: Okay. I'll give him a 10. I have, I have a, I have a dirty secret to admit. I like this fire burns better.
2: Oh, really? Okay. That's fair.
3: Yeah. Like I actually listened to that song. Devoid of wrestling music, like I really you just,
2: enjoy. You just listen to it. listen to it, yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah. And, I, and but I like Killswitch Engage as a band. So okay, I am blown away, flabbergasted. Because I was so nice. Because you were, <laughs> yes, you were so such a wonderful person. What was his score? What did I give him? I didn't look at it. 91. ninety-one. I mean, it's so pretty 9. damn good, 1. bro. Like shit. Yeah, Doug. But so keep it a bug with you. One of the real reasons I, I was pushing punk so hard. Why? So you could have him as the perfect wrestler? I actually thought, before before I really thought into this, I thought he might be the only guy to get all 10s. Okay. Because that run is one of the greatest runs ever. Sure. She was perfect. So, let's break this down. I'm going to be honest. I'm not going to be biased. I'm not going to use my bias from how much I enjoyed that run. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to give him a 9 and look. I initially thought I was going to give him a 10, but the fact that he's a skinny, fat dude, yes, word Triple H. Short order Hers- cook at the Waffle House. Yes, but he has one of the most unique looks in wrestling history with all the tattoos. He's a, he one of the few wrestlers that does different things with his hair and his facial hair right. to make him look different, and... While he wears the same type of gear with the with the trunks and the Chicago stars in the back, he has so many different colors and different styles that I just think that that pops it off. Okay, so that's fair. If he was if he had if he legitimately had a six pack, I'd have gave him a ten, but he doesn't. And that, no 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 Character ability ten, no question. And ring ability ten, no question. Specialty skills I'm like you, I'm gonna give him a uh, not. Nah. Yeah, I giving him nine, and that's because when I think of when I think of him, while he does not have one specific skill, he is one of the most at the time he was one of the most technically proficient wrestlers. It's just much like Stone Cold because he was put in so many different situations to not wrestle technical matches like he used to. You know, uh, I can't give him a ten in in good faith. The GTS is one of the best finishing moves ever and ever. Not Hmm. just of the genre, ever. Don't do anything for me. Not only only is it great because it looks great, but because legitimately if you need somebody in the fucking face from falling off your shoulders, they will be knocked out. Ten. 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 Mic work ten. Presence. Ten. Versatility. Ten. Psychology. Ten. Entrance, eight. Entrance, what eight? Is that what you said? I'll tell you. Like I explained to you, no human being that's ever walked the earth will ever get, uh, will ever get uh, that that doesn't have any special, uh, a special entrance way, any py- no pyro, no lights, just them and the music. You won't get higher in the Stone Cold. Stone Cold gets a 9. Everybody else ain't below. Fair enough. So he gets a 96. He'd be number one of all of our wrestlers so far, if I was judging.
2: Well, he'd be tied with Finn Balor and Johnny Gargano for you, because they had 96s from you also.
3: Oh, shit. Damn it. Stop coming with
2: facts, bro. Hey, man, I just want to let you know, so far, Johnny Gargano is... Better than Brock Lesnar, Stone Cold, The Rock. Okay. Are you ready
3: to move on? So, sounds right to me, huh? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, bet, bet money, though. Bet money, Stone Cold, The Rock, and Brock Lesnar will lose quicker than Johnny Gargano will. you <laughs> You damn right they will. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's talk about The Dead Man. The Undertaker is next on our list. You ready? Yeah. All right. right. Ten in look. That's the most unique look maybe ever. If anybody ever wants to think about giving this man a 10, anything below a 10, in character ability, you a fool. Crazy. You don't know wrestling. That man worked a character for 30, 20 years without even doing interviews. Entering ability, uh, do we want to put a time, a time frame on this, Undertaker?
2: I mean, I haven't really been putting a time frame on anybody, but if you okay, want to, you fair.
3: can. I'm going to give, in with in that regard, I'm going to bridge the gap and give him a nine. Because, you know, Dead, uh, dead Man, not Dead Man, but, um, you know, the Biker Undertaker, Dead Man Inc. Undertaker, really allowed him to show he can work. And then when he came back after Kane killed him for the second time, he allowed himself to show he can work while he was in the Dead Man character. But then for so long, he wouldn't do shit. So I'm gonna give him a nine. Specialty skills, that's a ten. And mm-hmm. either if you're talking of his power game or the fact that he's most, he's the most athletic big man ever. Finish your move, Tombstone Pile Driver, the perfect finisher. Mic work. Bruh, can't be honest. Yeah. Six. Woo. No, no, seven. I'm giving him a seven because I'm a big fan of Dead Man Inc. Undertaker, and that boy was spitting promos. <laughs> but that is, a, that is two years out of when did that man re- debut? 1990? <laughs> yeah, rest in peace ain't enough to get a good grade. That's fair. Presence is definitely a 10. Versatility. The, this man had in like the early 90s. He was an undead zombie mortician undertaker, and they were cheering him because he was a good guy. That's a 10. (laughs) That's a 10. As I think we'll put with all of these wrestlers, I think his psychology is a 10. I'll give him a 10 in psychology and a 10 in entrance. Greatest entrance of all time. Correct. That gives it. you You got a high score from you, buddy. That's your best wrestler right there. Lemon Punk, neck and neck, 96. 9.6. Nine point six. Um I may rethink that psychology. I may give him a nine, but right now I give him a ten. Oh, I tell you, you know what? I'm gonna stay with my ten because the psychology it takes to play a character where you can't where you have to show you're impervious to pain. Like I, I, I bring this up all the time. During the Hell of Cell match with Mankind with McFoley, he had a broken foot. Yeah. You don't know because he has to show He's impervious to pain. That's psychology. He deserves 96. Carl, talk to me about Taker. I'll talk to you about Taker. Uh, no arguments on look. That's
2: a 10, bro. Uh, character ability. Yes. If anyone wants to argue the character ability, please, please do. Let's talk about it. No, uh, we're not talking about it. You need to be banned from Twitter. Me, well, that's fair. End <laughs> uh, ability. I'm with you. I'm, I'm really tempted. If he didn't, if he didn't decline so much, I would give him a ten, because okay. the things that he can do for his size, like you, we mentioned before, best athletic big man ever. Yeah. It's, I mean, yeah, I'm going to give him a nine, but man, if we did narrow this down to a time period, he would be a ten. Uh, specialty skills, I'm with you, ten on that. Finishing move, come on, man, you can. I mean, of course, I've been punishing people if they have more than one finisher. But he had the last ride. He's used the choke slam. He's used the tombstone. But they're all awesome.
3: Like, <laughs> yeah, keep it a buck. You can get punished for having multiple finishers, but when you, all four of your finishers are four of the <laughs> best finishers ever, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, oh, his, I didn't even, like I didn't even consider finish. the triangle choke or whatever. The Hell's yeah. Gate. Yeah, yeah. this one of the, the dopest looking submissions ever. The and the worst finisher of the four maybe is the greatest big man finisher ever in the choke slam. That's his worst of the yeah. four.
2: Yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna be a little nicer than you on Micro and give him an eight. I'm with you on the Dead Man promos, but I want to talk about something we talked about on the NXT, um, on the NXT rankings with Dexter Loomis. Okay. Can't believe I'm dropping oh. Dexter Loomis on this. I but got because you. He spent so much time not having to say much, but you know, like everything he says when
3: he does on the mic. It has a lot of purpose and meaning. It's his character or whatever. whatever. It's, it's not always great. No, I feel you. The only reason why I can't do that in, in good faith me because your point is very valid. He talks too much. If he didn't talk at all or he talked very – if all right. he said was rest in peace or he didn't talk at all, then yes, he's emoting without words. But he's talking and he's just saying stuff that don't make sense. I've counted hundreds of souls and <laughs> digging holes and what?
2: And I, I think I kind of and another thing, I think I kind of like the silliness a little bit. Sure. So you They're know, the, the the, the Undertaker is a carny character, if there ever
3: was one, in a lot of ways. So shout shout out to Mar shout out to uh, Marissa Layman. That is ham, ham. Yeah, there you go, ham all day long.
2: And then we're going to rest. 10's the rest of the way. 10 on presence. 10 on versatility. 10 on psychology. I mean, I'd give him a an 11 on entrance if you'd let me.
3: <laughs> so he's going to get it. a 97 for me. That's probably right. Undertaker is maybe the greatest character. I, I, we've said it three different times. We've said Vince. We've said so. Because It's probably yeah. Undertaker. He may be... Th- okay, if
2: you consider... And we're going to talk about two better... In terms of, like, technical guys, maybe. But if you want to consider what Undertaker did with that gimmick, it's almost, and, and and then also kind of revitalizing it when he was the American badass and changing it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Undertaker is probably the greatest wrestler of all time. I, I yeah. mean, if you really think about it, the 30 years doing it, and granted the last few weren't great, but I, I mean, think about it. He From day one, the Undertaker was a, like a mythical figure almost from immediately, like right out of the gate. And I think that says, and he did it all the way to the end for the most part. I think that's kind of,
3: yeah. He,
2: yeah. I think he is yeah. the total package wrestler and he still didn't get a perfect hundred score. So that tells you how hard this is. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, yeah. Good
3: point. Yeah. All right. So speaking of the guy, the one, the guy who gave us the initial idea for this, uh, for this topic, Bret Hart. Four out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> Those of you who've been listening and who are long time wrestling fans and know that joke, <laughs> and it never.
2: This the, when when Brett sees this list, he's gonna say it's the shits for sure. <laughs> so, well,
3: of course, because in Brett's mind, he's a perfect ten.
2: Right. That's that's true. I get to start first, and I'm, I want to. I want to be clear when we talk about this. In the beginning, as a young wrestling fan, I didn't care for Bret Hart very much. As I've gotten older and gone back and watched a lot of his stuff, I've I've got a different level of respect for Bret Hart. I do think he's one of the greatest of all time. Um, I would you'll kill me over this as a personal preference. I would pref- I prefer him over Shawn Michaels. Um. um. Stenographers, strike that from the record, please. (laughs) Uh, But, that doesn't mean he is perfect. So, look. He does have a unique look. You know, the pink and black and all that stuff. I'm still not willing to say it's a 10. Uh, I'll I'll give him a 9 and look. Character ability, see. Brett struggles in some things. He's so good in some stuff. Man, the. Well, I will say this. He's only had really one decent run as a character, and that was because he hated Shawn Michaels so much in real life that I think <laughs> I think that helped him out so much. <laughs> it wasn't at the time. a
3: character. It was a
2: uh, life threat. <laughs> so I'm gonna give him I'm gonna give him a seven.
3: Oh.
2: In ring ability, I'm giving him a ten. Yes, uh, of course. Best wrestler ever?
3: skills, huh? What'd you say? Best technical wrestler ever?
2: Yeah, yes, which is why he'll also get a 10 in specialty skills because technical submission. Uh, finishing move, the sharpshooter, it's an iconic move, and only he does it correctly. Uh, so I'm going to actually I would actually give his finishing move a 10. Uh, oh. Microphone work, ugh.
3: I'm going to – Zero. I hate Bret Hart, y'all. I don't hate Bret Hart. I hate Cody Rhodes. I don't hate Bret Hart. I, I'm going to give Brett
2: once again, try not to be disrespectful – I'll give his microphone work run with when him and Sean were feuding. I'll give him a little bump for that. i give him a seven. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Oh, man. Presence, I give him an eight. And I'm probably being generous. Uh, Versatility, I think I would give him a 10 on versatility, though. Uh, Psychology, I give him a 10 for sure. And entrance, eh, I'll probably give his entrance an eight. It's not great, but you, it's recognizable enough. It, like you mentioned earlier, the Pavlovian responses. But I'm not like it's whatever. Like I'm not I'm, being mean on entrances for what I, I like most entrances. So that
3: doesn't boy take much can't to even get into. The, he can't even get into the '90s club, dog. <laughs> he got an 89, an 8.9. He can't even get into the '90s club, dog. It's just
2: crazy. I, I feel like we get, we should be,
3: we probably get raked
2: over the coals. You know, because oh, I, I don't think you could actually convince me that I that Bret Hart is lesser than Ciampa or
3: Gargano or any of those boys. You know what I mean? You know what's funny, dog. Keep it a buck with you. Yeah. As much as I don't, as much as I'm not a fan of Bret Hart, of course I have all the most respect for him. I don't dislike the guy, but I'm a Sean guy, so by nature, Bret doesn't do anything for me. Bret's about to get a high score from me right now. <laughs> I'm sorry. His look is a ten. I'm gonna tell you why his look is a ten. The pink and black is perfect the uh the sunglasses he's probably the he's probably got the best pair of sunglasses in wrestling history <laughs> The original jacket with the the old woman frills on top of them
2: mm-hmm. yeah, the other jacket
3: yeah. and the thing that Natty still wears to this yes, day. and i I can't believe I'm saying this bro, but he just really exuded cool. He looked cool, yeah. Pretty cool. So and he's an attractive dude. At least he was, you know, back when he was in the middle of it. He gets a 10 for me. Character ability, I'm with you. He's only had one effective character in my mind, and that was Mr. Canada. Now, the fact that he was able to change the game and be a babyface in his country and a heel in our country. <laughs> it's fantastic, right? But I, he he gets a seven. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know, if, if it wasn't Sean Michaels, he it was. It, and he has one of the few effective double turns of all time. But yeah, he gets a seven. Entering ten, specialty skills ten, sharpshooter ten. mic work. Yeah, I give him a seven. He talks. He talks too much to get to be to get the six. Presence, I give him a nine. I give him higher than, uh, than you. Virtuality 10, psychology 10, and his entrance gets a 10, and let me tell you why. Yeah, please. First and foremost, like I told you, Pavlovian response, music is great. The lights, there is a light show, all the pink going across the crowd, but. Dog, can you imagine how dope it was to be a kid in the front row when Brett came out to get the glasses?
2: Maybe get the glasses, yeah. yeah, yeah.
3: That is one of the coolest things wrestling uh, and the wrestler has ever done because that became a thing. It's so much a thing that in 2K, when you come out as Brett, they, they, the, they have a shot of him going in the ring, taking his jacket off. He, he goes back out the ring. At, at, this is his actual entrance. And then they show the kid, and he takes the glasses off, puts them on the kid, and gets back in the ring. That's so dope. Okay. That's a 10, dog. I, and and kind of,
2: like you said, it started a trend
3: Started a trend in a lot
2: of ways. Because a lot of people yeah. do it now. Rey Mysterio, Sasha Banks, I think, has done it a few
3: times when she's playing a, Bayley used to, a face. Bayley used to Bayley. do it. Yeah. yeah. So, break gets a 93 for me, a 9.3. And that's about where I think I would have put him if I would have guessed. We got one more. And while Undertaker may be the, the, the greatest character and the perfect wrestler, and while Stone Cold may be the biggest character, the greatest dude and the, the greatest sports entertainer ever, the, the, the person who understands what sports entertainment is better than anybody else, is Shawn Michaels. Debate your moms. Don't don't come at me, cause you, you you no. We about to go through Shawn Michaels. Well, you now, get to go first, so yes. Now again, I don't like to just people who these people who've been doing it for twenty, thirty years. I don't like to just give just do a full encapsulation. I try to pick a time period, and for Sean, I think it's imperative because there are two drastically different <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So we have to come to an agreement before we do this. Are we talking, are we talking, which era of Sean are we talking about? If it was me choosing an era of Shawn
2: Michaels, I know his, I know everyone believes his best run as a wrestler was after he left in 98 and came back in 2002.
3: But what I don't think thinking... that is the
2: Shawn Michaels that defines. Shawn Michaels. Uh, maybe I'm, I'm wrong dream. on that.
3: No, you're thinking boyhood dream, Shawn Michaels. Yeah. Me too. So 90, 95, 96. Yeah.
2: Uh, all the way up through essentially leaving DX is kind of where it has yeah. to stop.
3: That's what I wanted to do too. I'm with you. That's why I wanted, I want the same thing. So I just want to make sure we're on the same page. So his look Shawn Michaels posed in Playgirl. That's a 10. Character ability. I got to give him a 10. I'm going to give him a 10 for this. i got to tell you because uh, he was the perfect baby face. Whether you look at him as the rockers or you look at him in the time period we gave. Man, the boyhood dream that he was the, one of the highest baby faces you could ever have at, at that time, especially with the size and being able to garner heat uh, or to, to garner heat for the for the bigger heel. And he was one of the most despised heels of all time. Strictly because he was a dick. (laughs) So entering ability is a 10. Specialty skills is a 10. The only other human being that has a better super kick than Shawn Michaels is the guy that created it. And that's Gentleman Chris Adams. God rest the dead. Shawn got got a 10 to finish move. Shawn's mic work. I'm going to give him an 8 because you got to give him more than Brett. That's really my only reason you gotta go one more than Brett. I was <laughs> just <you> know. <laughs> Uh i say hey, I didn't say I was right. I'm just saying. <laughs> presents. I gave Brett a nine. I can't give Sean a ten in presents because he didn't have a perfect presence. I'm going to give Sean. I'm gonna give him the same grade. I'm giving a nine. Sean wasn't. Sean always shined, no matter who he was with. When he was with Diesel, even when Diesel became the bigger, not the bigger star, but the more, the hotter star, Sean still shined. Every situation Sean has been in, he's always been able to garner interest in himself. And that's a big part of his presence. Versatility, clearly, is a tan for me. Psychology, the man created psychology. He's a 10. And uh oh my gosh, Sean Michaels is getting a 97 because his entrance is perfect. We can, so basically
2: Rance took his favorite wrestler of all time and gave
3: him the highest score. Okay. <laughs> of anyone he ranked. you talking you talking you're talking like that, and you're right. But bet money if we put Razor Ramon up here, he won't get a ninety-nine. No,
2: 99. that wouldn't happen. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Uh, I man, tell me I'm wrong.
2: Go ahead. uh, I don't. I mean, the scores are fair. Uh, I would agree with you on look. I give him a ten on look. I give him. So you gave him a ten on character ability, and I don't think you're wrong. Um, But when you talk about, uh, see, this is one of those. If I gave CM Punk a ten on character ability, and I'm on the fence with Michaels. Yeah, it's a ten, but I'm teetering on that. Just to be just to be clear. Yeah. Uh, in ring abilities a ten. Come on now. Uh, specialty skills. In at first, I was inclined to give him a nine, but then I thought back. He's the best salesman of all time, ever. The, the, and 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 no diss to Dolph Ziggler, who's pretty good, but he's he's the best salesman.
3: Dolph is a Dolph is a Michael Yeah, he is, and believe and tell you, I didn't do it. Dolph has been doing Shawn Michaels cosplay for 15 years. Yeah, for real. So,
2: yeah, I give him a 10 in specialty skills. Uh, Finishing move, I'm giving him a 10. Not because the super kick, not because he's got the best super kick or whatever, but because he was doing the super kick before it was cool. And also, the
3: tuning up of the band
2: will always get a pop out of me.
3: And I need more people to understand Go back and watch Gentleman Chris Adams. That man, if, if he didn't have the demons in his life, he is one of the most underrated wrestlers of his era. And his super kick was brutal. Go back and watch Gentleman Chris Adams.
2: i may do that right now after the show. Uh, So, Mike Work. See, this This is the one that's going to... I'm giving him a seven. I'm um, more than Brett, bro. Come on, man. Um... Uh, Here's the thing about Sean on the mic. Not good. Uh, I, just, just, there were times he's had moments on the mic. But, you know, I just, I never felt invested when he's on the microphone. It's just like, oh, there's Shawn Michaels. He's going to be an asshole for a couple minutes like he always is. And it's going to be a little rambly. And his voice is kind of, that voice that he has is kind of, you know sounds like a smoker Probably. kind of. Yeah. Um
3: so yeah. Uh oh Canada. How <laughs> I hate this place. I don't hate Canada. That's that's y'all my. Uh presence. Oh shit. I think.
2: I'll, I'll give him a 9. I'm not willing to give him a 10 on presence. Uh that's presence is a real can be a hard one to really kind of gauge sometimes, but you know, he's still Shawn Michaels. Um, and I feel like sometimes with presence, like how much respect do you garner as a person when you come out or when you are in the ring or whatever? So I would go with a nine. Uh, versatility is a 10. Psychology, yeah, that's a 10. And the entrance is a 10. I'm going to be, I'm going to give him the 10 on the entrance. Because I'm Oh, a nice he guy.
3: fell behind Taker. Damn. You hoped. I did. I got, I got it so excited.
2: I'm being fair because Shawn Michaels, a lot of Shawn Michaels' career wasn't necessarily my cup of tea. Um, but I am being fair because he's undeniable. And I do, everyone loves that 2002 and on run. I I mean, I prefer 95 to 98 Attitude Era Shawn, even though that was like when he was at his worst as a person.
3: Yeah, but that's also, I think, to Shawn Michaels that most people, so the, 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 if you go back and only if you look at our grade, our scores, and uh, we'll, we'll probably post this on Twitter maybe, but I want you also to think that not only did, when you look at the period in which you try to th- think about them or pick them for these particular grades, I want you guys also to realize that the error we picked for each person was the error that everybody thinks of when they think of that person. When you think of Stone Cold, you think of that 98 run. When you think of The Rock, you think of, uh, you know, him in between 99 and 2000 run. When you think of Punk, you think of that uh, 434-day reign. You think of Taker. So many different Takers you can think of. But for the most part, with Sands three, four years, it's the same Taker for the most part. Bret Hart, you think of that early 90s run, going, winning championships at WrestleMania 10 and 11. And Shawn, you think of 95, 98. And, you know, they fall into, I think we did a good job encapsulating those eras of those people. And I think we're spot on. Um, the best part of all of this is Shawn Michaels is a 96 and Bret Hart is a 89. Suck it, Bret. <laughs>
2: That rivalry will live on forever. I have a couple of my friends are the same way. One of them loves Brett, the other loves Sean, and they just, they, to this day, 25 years of friendship, those motherfuckers still fight over
3: that shit. You're either a Brett guy or a Sean guy. You're either a Brady guy or a Manning guy. You're either a Kobe guy or a LeBron guy.
1: For some <laughs> people,
3: you just, or, you, or especially you're a Jordan guy or a LeBron guy.
2: Oh, you're, yeah. You're,
3: God. You just sir, you just can't rock with certain people, you know? You, it, it just is what it is. You know, maybe this will help you understand. Either you're a Tatis guy or you're an <laughs> Akuna guy. How about that? that That's better? fair. I know who I am. <laughs> um, Y'all, I need you to understand the absolute pleasure this has been for us to record this. To do this project. I've loved it. I know Carl's loved it. This is his baby. And I'm going to thank you on air as I thanked you before for allowing me to be a part of this and growing this like we have over the past damn shit decade now. Um, And we are, the streets is calling bro. The streets is calling. They want us to open the forbidden door.
2: Yeah. um, So first of all, I appreciate, I appreciate you uh, shouting me there. Um, This is kind of my thing. This was the, this was the one I think I mentioned it in the opening show when I was trying to like figure out a way to like stand out when I was writing. This was the thing that I kind of came up with, um, and I'm I'm not the only person to ever do anything like this. I'm sure, but to this detail, uh, and and originally the details weren't as as large as they are now. And I have you to thank for helping me expand it a little bit. Um, so yeah, man, this is I mean, this is this is originally my baby, but I do consider it ours. And um, as far as the Forbidden Door goes, <gasps> you know, like, I don't know what I'm going to do. Like, if, if you all want me to come out here and start rating guys that are in the business right now that are big time names like Kenny
3: Omega or whatever. Oh, God, we're not going to have you looking at Jack Evans and then Helico matches or Luther and Sir Pentacle. No, it's gonna be the major guys. Yes, anybody who I mean, legitimately, we think would possibly make a top ten.
2: I would see what I would like to say is instead of breaking at it like picking a new company, maybe if people have any suggestions of guys they would want us to 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 look at, and we could create a list of maybe ten guys, and then just kind of go through and score them, kind of like what we did here. Okay,
3: that's, so that's that's an option.
2: Yeah, I, I mean, I'm willing to go through and look, and I not. There are a lot of guys that are not in. W- we just kept this to WWE brand. There are a lot of guys who are not currently there who I am familiar with. Like I can, I could absolutely rate someone like Moxley. That wouldn't be hard to do, or a Chris Jericho. Like you know, those guys I can, I can do that. Yeah. Um, and there, but there will be some guys because I don't watch a ton of wrestling. You know, as much as I used to, used to for sure. Um, there will be some guys that I will struggle with, and I, but I'm willing to watch some stuff, just for you guys, because I'm a nice guy like that.
3: So my thought process initially was, we did five here, and we do five in the next time we do this series, hopefully towards the end of the year. um, But we do AEW, we do Impact, we do New Japan, we do the best of the rest, and then we do a top ten, like we did of this. And But the beauty is, like I said, I don't expect you or anybody that we do this with, and it's this is our thing, so, you know, that's not an invitation, people. This is our thing. But I would not expect anybody to go through all 94 people on AEW's roster. There's a clear <laughs> top 20, 25 people, maybe 30 if you, 30, including the requisite women, that would be eligible for this list, you know?
2: Yeah, for uh, sure. Uh,
3: Kenny, Matt Jackson, Nick Jackson, Moxley, Eddie Kingston, Pac, uh, Phoenix, uh, Pentagon. MJF. Um, MJF, um, Wardlow, you know, Jerry, Like, there's a few people. Hangman, that you would put up this. Like, we're not going to put all... Like, Alex Reynolds is not going to be on this list. And, and Preston Vance. <laughs> from the dark war ain't gonna be on this list no diss because they're really good wrestlers but you know you know you know you know what it is and the beauty of the new japan list and the beauty of these future lists is we've had an idea to go through this we've gotten some feedback like if we do a new japan list the what the one thing that i i'm gonna push that we do is take out microphone work because we don't understand what's what they're saying that with interests right
2: you know, yeah. There's ways to there's ways to work around it, and I will I will say that guaranteed if we do any forbidden door rankings, that the number one total package wrestler will be Thunder Rosa, and that's because she just followed me on Twitter the other day.
3: <laughs> shout out to Rosa. Yeah, <laughs> shout out to the <laughs> fact that Rosa. For those of you who don't know, Rosa is in a storyline of NWA right now, which is the most. And I don't. I'm, this is not a diss, Rosa, because you're fantastic. But it's the most asinine thing I've ever heard in my life. That Rosa gets one more shot at the, at the uh, NWA Women's Championship. And if she loses, she can't wrestle at other places anymore. So her punishment is to stay with the company she signed for. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's the what? And I listen, I, I'm not
2: 100% sure that she doesn't listen to The Edge because we have to be nice to her because she does follow The Edge. Did you know that?
3: I didn't know that. Shout out to, but look, Thunder Rose is dope. Dude, she, Thunder, yes. Thunder Rosa is one of one of the few wrestlers. There's a lot more wrestlers nowadays, but one of the few mainstream wrestlers who truly interacts with fans. Shout out to yeah. Rosa. Maybe I'll reach out and try to get her on the show one day. That would be awesome. I would pop for that. Yeah, you know, we. I, I have connections that I can get to her. I believe so. Well, it's it's time not, to start
2: using it. It's not. It's not. Uh, what you know? It's who you know. So hurry up,
3: bro. No, we talk too much shit to have people on the show. <laughs> You're probably right about that. <laughs> especially tonight. Especially the, especially the episode of the Edge that that so this is coming out in so two weeks before this, the episode of the Edge that that came out. Oh boy. Um yeah, maybe I should change the name of it since people watching this like Thunder Rose. <laughs> anyway, final thoughts on the project, final thoughts on the grades, final thoughts on everything, sir.
2: Yeah, uh, final thoughts on the project. Uh, I'll be happy to revisit this sometime down the road, uh, as well as, like we talked about, maybe going and expanding it a little bit with some other promotions and and, and wrestlers. Um, I will say the main takeaway I have from this, I, I, not the main takeaway, one of the big takeaways I take from this is I think that if you were... I got less and less harsh as we went along, and I also think that if you work in nxt it helped you a little bit because of the way nxt is just so beloved of course you know maybe now it's it's lost a little steam because some people think it's getting flat i disagree with that but whatever um you know some guys kind of maybe have struggled struggle especially like the raw roster a lot of the guys didn't make it very far because um, and a lot of that is not necessarily their fault so um it's really interesting when you start breaking it down by show, you know, how certain things can affect these scores right now. So it'll be fun to revisit it when things get shuffled and we can maybe, you know, character changes and things like that and, and yep. directions.
3: So, well, the beauty of us doing this on air, which is why I wanted to push for it to be a podcast version this time, was that we can always go back to it and we can always it's, it's in the ethos. Yep. And For sure. real quick, my takeaway is exactly what you said. It I'm a little shocked at how well NXT did as a brand. But I think it goes to show maybe the favoritism of the brand, maybe the the freedoms that they're allowed right. from the brand. Um and more than anything else, you and I talk all the time about how our our, our fandom is based around the character portion of wrestling. But NXT really has shown themselves to be the wrestling show. And that's what helped them so high in this project. Agreed. My brother, tell people where they can find you.
2: Yeah, man. Uh, You guys, once again, you can find me on Twitter at Outsider Curvin. Uh, Please, if you are listening and there's someone you want to talk about, a score you didn't like, if you want to shit on me about Brock's media presence or if you want to Or if there's a specific wrestler you want To see graded uh, Let me know we'll um, we could do that
3: Yeah man We're very amenable we're looking to Conversate we're looking to debate that's What we do Um, And trust me I I know my biggest flaw As a content creator is I don't Promote my stuff enough and we'll Do better at that but uh, we're proud Of this And I hope you guys follow it. Of course, I'm at It's Ray Cash, R-E-Y as in in Mysterio, C-A-S-H as in Dollars. You can find The Outsider's Edge at Outsider's Edge CS. Of course, we're at ChairShot Media Network. At ChairShot Media, where are you? Always use your head. Thank you, sir. Right on time. And uh, (laughs) this has been been a total package series for my brother Carl a.k.a. Kyle tonight, because I didn't get it wrong. I told you I wouldn't. Fair enough. Um, for Carl, for myself, um, for Thunder Rosa, hey. <laughs> hey. Um, yeah, this has been a pleasure and an honor, and we're glad to have been able to get this wonderful piece of content out to you, and unfortunately, next week at this time, Mag steals back his time frame. So, uh, But no, check what he got out, because I know what's, I know what's cooking. And my boy cooking with grease. So, and check that out. Uh, but yeah, we'll see you when we see you. And of course, every Friday, Holla is on the edge. Every Friday afternoon. Uh, hey man,
2: we out. We're out. Thanks for listening, guys.